Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. kids oh no now my bandwidth is going out anyways here we go it's the Jim Fannin show live Thursday nights right here wherever you're watching it I'm usually here I try and duck out but my conscience won't let me Welcome Twitter, Twitch, DLive, Facebook, and YouTube, all live on those platforms. Thank you, Mr. Beatty and crew. Why don't I feel like my lips are up enough here? For the backing intro, it's a vicious cut, and my web guy did that little stinger. It's out of the can. It's a template. I'm broadcasting today on Patreon as well. My first time I created a stream through Patreon. Here is, I thought I had the page to show you. I've got so many links open. There's the Jim Fannin Show page on patreon.com slash free speech. Can you believe I landed that, that handle? Yeah, it's me. Patreon.com slash free speech and a generous, well, previously anon to me anyway, Twitter follower said, hey, where can I send you some dough? I said, hey, how about Patreon? No one's ever signed up to Patreon. And I'd be glad to take a contribution as seeing as though we're working on this website and we're trying to get it like it, I didn't know what it would entail. But if you want to house all your videos in a library and you want to multi and you want to stream from it on a regular basis and keep your your info there behind the paywall and so YouTube can't censor you then it's going to take a lot more money than just putting a site up which we've already done over at true.tube. So dude came in and I'm not sure exactly but maybe I'm getting paid for this post. <laughs> no, I it's because it says, like, can I turn off making, you know, how many patrons I've got public? Like, when you have two for a total of five bucks, you, like, I'm not proud. 
<laughs> Maybe I am proud. That's the problem. Uh, cheers. This is the first beer, sip of beer. I'm drinking a leftover that was left in the freezer too long. Organic Mill Street. I haven't had a beer in 10 days. Had a couple rippers the other night for the jam session. More about that in a bit. I'm going to try and get you some more live jams out. Not always, but on location. Maybe tomorrow night's the night. Maybe Saturday night. Oh, I forgot. I've got... I've got some decent guests coming up, but before I forget, I think Matthew James Blake is in the house on Saturday night. Now, I d- sometimes we get together and then we just get too into each other and we don't want to broadcast anymore. <laughs> um, and then sometimes we do a show. I can't remember the last time I did a show with MJ, but MJ will be here Saturday evening and the rumor is, I played drums on uh, Wrong Damn Girl the other day and didn't really suck that bad. It was impressive. <laughs> you know those golf shots that you make once, twice, three times a lifetime, and it keeps you coming back because you just can't believe you, you drove it? Like, I'm starting to feel like that on the drums. I'm having some good days on the drums. Oh, he's knew I'd love to. I know he's knew I'd be good at drums, but I'm, I'm like, I'm great. I'm just sitting down for the first time, but that's a very basic tune. And I sat in and I was not recording. There's actually no evidence. I picked up a guitar and I sat in on a, on a jam that uh, a couple of boys were doing here. And I just hit the, what the A string on top or E string, whatever the hell it is. And A maybe. And, uh, it was in, like, it was, gr- it, it was in, uh, in the same key, chord, what I don't know. It sounded good. So I just I just worked that top string at, you know, convenient times when you're supposed to be like a bass line or something like that. And I went back to the recording and there's absolutely no evidence that Jimmy Fannin was ever in the room because anything I played the other night when we jammed is like I wasn't in the back of the mic or the other inputs were too high and couldn't hear the guitar or whatever. So disappointed. I had. I thought I had a stellar all-star night as a rookie musician. I should. I guess I should uh, maybe start recording. Door. Because I see I'm getting some bandwidth that you itch itchews now. Am I am I glitching up? I'm not even watching you guys. It is seven o'clock, and why am I getting red? Maybe it's because it's seven o'clock. Okay. Well, we're green again. So, Matthew, Saturday, and I may have a jam for you tomorrow evening, depending on the uh, rating in the room. This concerns me. I always had a green light on my bandwidth. I'm going orange and red. That's ugly. A little yellow and a little green, eh, you know? Anyways, now that I'm recording, it doesn't matter. No one's watching live anyways. Watch for Matthew James Blake Saturday night. Maybe we'll drop synthetic hallucinogenics and broadcast. That'd be funny. Literally, well, for us, it would be. And now. Smash that like button. Share and sub- subscribe. Hit me up on Patreon. Smash it. Share it.
comment. Realestateatteamniagara.ca on PayPal, and this is where you hook up for Patreon. If you want to contribute to the website, we're building a battleship so that we cannot be censored any further. I'm on Gab, I'm on me, we, or we, me, or whatever it's called, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, all of them. Telegram, Parler, Twitter, Clubhouse, Signal. What, what am I forgetting? We've got some other good ones out there. What else am I on? Gab, I said Gab. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Either as Jim Fannin. Excuse me, beer has bubbles in it. You shouldn't, like, you got to burp when you're drinking beer. So touch us up there. Coming up on the show tomorrow, March 26th at 3 p.m., Mark Emery is in the house. Mark Emery is the Prince of Pot. I'm sure you know that already. And I have no idea what Mark has been up to, and that's part of why I want to talk to him. Good conversation last time. A couple of you clowns out there saying, hey, he's just a liberal hack. He was fine. I think he I think he broke up with the liberals a long time ago. Evidenced. Mark Emery retweets Max Bernier. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I remember him being a Max guy now. Last election already, dudes. You're, 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 you're forgetting or you don't know. Now coming to think of it, Mark Emery was a Max Bernier guy last election. He was calling out the the idiot liberals. So Mark Emery tomorrow. That's Friday, March twenty sixth, at three p.m. EST. It's live right here, wherever you're watching this crap right now. It's seven twelve p.m. EST on a beautiful Thursday night. I think that would make it. The 25th, if tomorrow's the 26th at 3 p.m. Yes, today is the 25th. Way to go. Every day is Saturday. Tuesday, March 30th. Mayor Jim Diodati is up. And I will have him for about an hour. Uh, Talk to Jim today. Um... And we're all set. Tuesday, March 30th at 4 p.m., Mayor Jim Diodati of Niagara Falls. I have some questions about the, I don't know, what would you say, culture, the climate at City Hall and at the region. He was the only counselor that stood up against the Billsma pylon goose pile he called it i interviewed dave bilsma two days ago yesterday two days ago whatever recently you can see it on all the platforms that you're looking for mayor bilsma is the mayor of west lincoln and had an integrity complaint commission complaint brought before him uh, before the integrity commissioner and then the report came to council it censured him, uh, took him off committees, uh, basically told him that he was a bad boy for saying all lives matter. Can you imagine? 
all lives matter is racist now. And then Walter Senzik stood up and said, I think that all lives matter is a white supremacy dog whistle. What? A virtue signaler extraordinaire Wally white supremacist Senzik. So come on, man. Like does the does the word not mean anything to you, Walter? And then Laura Yip stood up in regional council and said, even if you're anti-racist, by virtue of the fact that the system is racist, you're still racist. Racist, as Mark Dice would say. Racist. It's hard to take. Actually, regional council is meeting right now. And... uh, I think a previous guest of mine is making a presentation tonight. I might have to I think about it. Cut this short. Did I mention I'm on TikTok? Uh, you're a little old for TikTok jam. But I don't talk like a 12-year-old. I don't do 12-year-old videos. I do TikToks in my show. Okay. There might be it's Oh, I didn't. Did I TikTok the uh, Justin Trudeau with a Tonka Tuck? Did I put that up? Did I put? Why am I stuttering? Did I put the the Justin Trudeau video up there with the Tonka Tuck up his ass? He had to resign because I found a Tonka Tuck up his ass. It was a pretty good video. I entertained myself. Tuesday, March thirtieth, four p.m. Mayor Jim Diodati comes in. I've got him for an hour. I'm not going to swear. We're going to keep it clean. There will be nothing to complain about, just like I w- when I was done with Mayor Bilsma. Well, you clowns on the far left will have something to complain about. Bilsma's pro-life. And Jim Diodati is a deeply religious Catholic man. Uh, so what's your problem? Get off my lawn. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Like, you know, the joke, get off my lawn. It's a show. So Tuesday, March 30th, 4 p.m., Mayor Jim, right here, wherever you're watching. And then the next day, Wednesday, March 31st, Matea Murda comes up. This is Matea Murda. Love, love, love Matea Murda. Um, This I retweet. Actually, I shared on Facebook today. Interesting angle. She does work with the U.N., I will be hosting and reading her tweet now for those listening in the podcast, if I ever actually upload it. I will be hosting my first UN parallel event tonight. It's called Protecting the Rights of Women and Girls from Discriminatory Practices, Focusing on the Issue of Sex Selective Abortions. Did you know that in Canada, first of all, there's still late-term abortion in Canada because there's no law on it. Also, there's sex-selective abortion in Canada. Girls get killed all the time in Canada because they're girls. You know that, right? You know that, right? If you don't know that, you should come out Wednesday, March 31st to listen to my conversation with this woman, Matea Murda, is a star. Love this woman. She does uh, work with the UN, and she is not dumb. She is very short. I will give her that. She's um, 
like 14 year old short like the like the a short 14 year old <laughs> anyways a good guest i've had her on before i'm looking forward to that and uh, no that's it for coming up guests i guess i should have probably max bernier on in a little bit again what do we want to hit today? Oh, I want to hit some, uh, and this will probably be the last time I talk about this, but we've got to hit some hate mail, some hate posts, some vulgar, vulgar stuff. And then I think I'm good to drop it. I have to tell this story one more time. Um, shoot, I hope it's not in writing. You know, I'm just going to keep it brief. Here, here's my... Uh, this is my little... <laughs> oh, first of all, visit my YouTube channels. That's the back end. Oh, those are my clips. Here's a YouTube channel. You can go see the Jim Fannin show there. Where's my true tube? Doesn't matter. Um, coming up, we're going to talk about um, why I'm not a racist and a homophobic, misogynistic, woman-hating bigot. And I could have hit my men's group too, man. You know, let's start with that. Let's start with something positive for a change. Or should I end with it? Nah, let's hit it. My men's group is qu growing quite well. Actually, great. Thanks for asking. Uh, I dragged two of you losers out, uh, out here that I'm talking to into my group today. I have a group on Thursday mornings from 7.30 in the morning. It officially ends at 8.30, but then some guys hang out for, like, hours and hours afterwards. <laughs> and uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great group. It's a sense of connectedness. Uh, it's, it, you have to, you know, you have to be a man, which means that you know what it means. You've got a certain appendage between your legs. You were born with it. And uh, that's all really, I mean, we're not asking you to prove it, but. <laughs> I dragged two of my boys out from, like, two uh, of my guys off Facebook today. I sent them a Facebook um, messenger with the link. I said, I'm on my, with my uh, men's group right now. It's on till 8.30, and then we hang out for a little bit after. If you want, come check it out. And two uh, the dudes jumped on. Pretty cool. So if, if you want to check it out, if you feel like you need to connect, or you feel like you're a man and you need support, and you feel like you need to talk to someone, you want to share something, you want to get some advice on something, or you just want to sit there and listen, I got a group for you. You can come out to uh, by Zoom. This show is um, lubricated by Mill Street Organic Lager. Mill Street. Even after frozen in the fridge in uh, a ex half-exploded can, you can thaw it out in the fridge and pour it into a glass and drink it, and it still tastes rather good. Mill Street. What enough for me? It's 
Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're a man and you're, you're thinking that uh, you want uh, some uh, support, you want to share, you want to sit around and watch. We get ten to fifteen guys come out. Uh, there's some a wide diversity of boys. It is led by Bill Markham, who's one of my favorite speakers and pastor over at uh, Central Community Church. I would say that uh, the majority of the guys on the majority of the days are believers, mostly Christian, I would say. Although today we might have brought a couple of heathens in. <laughs> it's a good day. So we start just before 7.30 a.m. We run till, let's see, 8.30. That's when uh, officially a, f- a bunch of the men jump off and go to work. Uh, Bill always leaves. He hands the hosting over to George. I interviewed George on the show. If you want to see it, see my Google. Just search the videos on YouTube. And then we hang around and chat. And after the teacher leaves, usually I get to misbehaving and I stand on, you know, on some desks and, you know, twerk and, uh, you know, dance on the bar, do crazy things, you know. When the mouse, when the cat is away, the mouse, the mouse plays, not the mice, because I'm the only guy that acts out. No, anyway, not, it's not really like that, but yeah, we got 10 to 15 guys who go for an hour and then uh, some stragglers hang around. And sometimes the after party, what I call it, the, the after party to the official show, uh, sometimes it runs till 11 o'clock. We have some really good conversations. So if you're feeling like you want to get connected, uh, just shoot me a message on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, Write it in the comments below. Here's my contact, and I will send you a link to the Zoom call, and you can check it out next Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. EST. All right? You want to see some clips? I think you do. We could just start at the top and play some clips. Yeah, and these are the two most corrosive things that we have in our system. Now, this is Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder is a former Canadian. Uh, Stephen Crowder is a comedian. He's an actor. He's a, a TV station, basically, a film studio. He is a traveling um provocateur i would say a conservative that does uh you know he sets up his table in front of the universities and says uh abortion is murder change my mind or something like that you know uh i don't know if he's done that but probably something like that there's only two genders change my mind and he invites uh whoever's hanging out at the university come sit down with him and and debate try to get him to change his mind no one's ever succeeded (laughs) i think he's changed a few minds um he was born in Montreal. His mother's Canadian, uh, obviously Canadian. His parents, I guess, both were. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's in California now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in L.A. And um, why don't I know? Maybe he's in Texas. Huh. Everyone's going to Texas. Anyways, my I constantly troll Crowder with love. 
there's trolling and then there's love trolling. And I constantly say, Steven Crowder hates Canada. It's kind of a joke because he's Canadian. Dummies. Anyway, I feel like this segment right here was directed at me because you know what? I know he's got a big following, but don't tell me some of the tweets don't slip through and he doesn't see that I constantly tweet over and over and over. Steven Crowder hates Canada. Steven Crowder hates Canadians. Steven Crowder hates Trudeau. (laughs) I haven't said that one yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to. Don't test me. Anyways, I'm just going to play you this I might play you this whole clip. This is 329. This is off my Jim Fannin Show YouTube page in the playlist's clips. It's the top clip right now. Here you go. And then they want you to be, and this is the problem. You combine that, okay, with rule following for the greater good. This is how you end up, I come from Canada. Shitty place, okay? Canada sucks. It's nothing. I hate it. <laughs> nothing. Okay, let me be really, you just have a guy who was arrested in Canada. Yeah. For, mis- for his his uh, daughter wanted to become a boy and there's a divorce and he's misgendering. And some people say, well, actually, this guy wasn't, uh, maybe you can bring that up uh, at some point, bring up that story. Yeah. Actually, the guy is not, a uh, guy is not being arrested for um, misgendering his child. Joe Lewis, I don't have the tolerance right now. Get back in your bed. Joe Lewis, place. All right, fine. That's okay. Go rub your butthole on the carpet. I don't care I think anymore. It might have oh, been I got the fireplace. Yeah. What? He was in he the was fireplace? Like, no, he's like leaning on it well, he for was, a minute. He was trying to figure out if he could stick his head in there if we have to talk about one more <laughs> mass like, shooting. Are you cooking your paws? So this, so this guy, right, is being arrested, and liberals, their defense is, Ron well, no, he's Perlman? not being arrested. Yeah, Ron Perlman. <laughs> Ron Perlman. <laughs> Looks like a... I'm not calling you daughter, Jax. Of everyone on earth, Ron, Pol- Ron Pol- Perlman, sorry, looks yeah. like a, fuck, a, a silverback gorilla. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, they, he, they did sorry, Beauty, they did the Beauty and the Beast, and they just they still had to do the makeup to dress him up. Which is crazy. Yeah. But they couldn't have added much. They were like, you, sir, are a monster. Right, yeah. You, you came ready. <laughs> That's just where they fake it. It's like, oh, I spend four hours in makeup. And they're like, you shouldn't sit in a chair for four hours. It's yeah. just a water spritz. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We barely even put And he turns on. around, looks in the, mo- looks in the mirror. I hope you get an award. I'm hideous. Yes. He smells like he looks like he smells. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was I saying here before this? I remember? did. Oh, 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 okay, okay, sorry. The guy, the guy who was arrested in Canada. Yeah. Um, people say, well, you know what? It's not because he misgendered his child. It's because of the rules. He revealed private. He re- the Canadian law, the court says, you can't reveal private information. When he was saying these doctors are transitioning my daughter and it's a problem. We need to stop it. Yeah. But then in those rules, it still says, and you can't misgender your child. And so this man has been jailed. Now, here's the thing. Leftists go, so if you didn't want that to happen, follow the rules. Well, I guess that doesn't apply when uh, we're talking about burning down buildings and committing $2 billion in damages. Yeah. But this is what, if you didn't want it to happen, should have worn your mask. If you didn't want it to happen, follow the rules. If yeah. the government steps in, and this is what's going to happen with gun control, if the government steps in and says, hey, hey, uh, the sky's not blue, and you say, but... The sky is blue. Arrested. That's not a legitimate law. If the government says, hey, hey, uh, that's your uh, that's your son. But it's my daughter. Arrested. You should follow rules. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, that mask, 
You have to wear that mask, but I have a heart condition. Arrested. Should have followed the rules. So you combine them being wrong on everything. White mass shooters. It's not obesity. It's health. It's self-help, right? Talk about affirmative action. You talk about not acknowledging the threat of of Islamic fundamentalism, uh, fundamentalism to Western civilization. You vilify everybody as Nazis. And then when you get power in the Senate, the House, the White House, the media, all of Hollywood, you tell people, hey, for the greater good, follow the rules. Well, the rules are all subjective because you lied about the very reasons that have led to these rules. And here we are. Yeah. Most trusted name in news, right? And by the way, uh, uh, former Vice President Joe Biden didn't hesitate, of course, to pounce on this because mm. he's, a, he's, a, he's a demented circus monkey piece of shit. Uh, well, that's one way to leave it, I guess. He's a demented circus monkey piece of have i sworn today darn it steven crowder might be my only swear tonight uh this is a clip of joe first of all uh, just on crowder it's some scary times in canada when they come and take your children from you because you won't transition them listen if my little boy comes to me at i don't know eight years old right and says, um, Daddy, I want to be a girl. I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> well, what, what are you talking about? Investigate a little bit. Maybe not make a big deal out of it. And then wait again. If it comes back again, and it keeps coming back over and over, at some point, you got a problem, okay? And very few boys do this is uh, gender dysphoria is really most common in girls even let's make it my daughter right and it's coming with teenage girls social media age teenage girls it's an epidemic of girls wanting to transition to boys it's not a lot of boys wanting to transition to girls it used to be that was the only way what's up miser yeah, I got uh, censored on YouTube. I think I was targeted by the left, pretty much. But they took my channel down after I posted a podcast of Don Cherry, and there was coronavirus in the title. I had no community guidelines. Great strikes. One was hanging. I needed to deal with it in 10 days. And one was from, I mistakenly broadcast some UFC in the corner of one of my broadcasts, and that got me a strike. I think it was the Joe Rogan show, actually, I was broadcasting. He was broadcasting the fight, and I had it in a little corner, struck the channel. And I couldn't broadcast for a little while. But Miser on, uh, what are you, DLive there? Yeah, it looks like DLive. It's not Twitch. Miser, thanks for the question. No, I don't know where I was going. Oh, scary time in Canada. So if my girl comes to me, be a boy, and she persists with it, I'm booking a... An appointment to get her head checked yeah sorry it looks like I'm I'm skipping with the uh, bandwidth is down to zero Wow I don't know what's going on you I've been pretty flawless with the bandwidth lately anyways I have to upload it later maybe um, excuse me um, where am I going? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get her head checked. 
I'm not taking her immediately for puberty blockers. And especially if she's younger than that. I want her to go and fucking talk to someone. First. And then. Nothing before puberty. I'm sorry, girlfriend. I know you don't you hate your body, but you're gonna have to go you're gonna have to go through puberty. Then then and only then when you're a woman and you can drive, vote, drink, and get a tattoo and you're out of my house, you can do whatever you want. And I'll support you. But if my five year old comes to me and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, I'm like, Yeah. Play girl. I don't care. <laughs> We're not taking it for puberty blockers, but in this country, excuse me, don't drink beer on a broadcast. Your throat just gurgles the whole time. That's shitty. Oh, said bad words. I'm trying to cut down the language. Anyways, Crowder, uh, let, let's just go back to that uh, because it's just so epic. Yeah, these are the two the most corrosive things this is that we why. have in our society. And then they want you to be... This, this is, is why I brought why it. Why not, okay? With rule following for the greater good. This is how you end up... I come from Canada. Shitty place, okay? Canada <laughs> sucks. It's nothing. I hate it. <laughs> it's nothing. I hate it. That is so high school to 12-year-old girl. <laughs> I love it. Canada. Okay, just, let's do it one more time. Sucks. For the greater good. This is how you end up. I come from Canada. Shitty place. Okay? Canada sucks. It's nothing. I hate it. Nothing. Okay? Let me be real. You just have a guy. Oh, that made my morning today. Every morning you can catch Crowder. Well, Monday to Thursday you can catch Crowder. Uh, usually live from 10 to 11. Today, he waited till 1 o'clock so he could broadcast jo- Joe Biden's speech. We're going to hit that. I broadcast that today as well. Today for Biden's speech, uh, for the show where he carved Biden and all the media that covered the, pr- the uh, press conference afterwards, he had 115,000 live viewers. I think he's... How many subs has he got? Oh, and by the way, this is the True Tube channel. This is not Jim Fannin Show channel. Clips. Excuse me. Do not. Uh, no more. Cheers, everyone. This is the last beer that I'll drink on air. Rippers from now on, if I drink at all. I'm not drinking that much anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Crowder, 10 o'clock every day. Uh, I think he's. Oh, yeah. This is on True Tube. So you search True Tube, T R E W, True tube on youtube this is a playlist called clips and the next one is joe biden falling up stairs i mean i know you've probably seen this when is it okay to say you know what maybe maybe this guy's in over his head a little bit oh god i look like hell in that in that interview with laura yep look at this poor man i feel bad I feel bad he was elected. Now, I guess we got to get into the Laura Yip thing. I took this. It's an old video from four years ago. Accuse me of mining old things that you said, Laura. Fine. I, my social media, well, that's, my Twitter's gone, as we'll discuss later. But these things are still there. You can still watch this interview on Facebook. 
God, I look hideous. I love that shirt, but man, I look like a cow. What is wrong? I think I look much better in this color. What do you think? Hey, is this hot yellow or what? I don't have any yellow in my wardrobe. I do now. It's quite the shirt. For three bucks. <laughs> I take my clothing seriously, dudes. What's this? Old Navy? Or no, it's probably Giant Tigger or something. $12 for a hoodie. Okay, so this, I'm going to play this one with the volume up. Uh, it's called Penis Envy from Toxic Feminists Unhappy About Their Careers Seek More Power as Men. See, it's not really about equal rights. It's about power. And this, every feminist is an unhappy woman. And this demonstrates it almost completely perfectly. I think, yeah. I, I'm I think it's pretty good. If I, if I could come back, I would come back a man. Yeah. Would you? Probably. <laughs> Sexist. I got you. It took me two hours as to get that the, out of her. As long as the game is still rigged, See? Yeah, I'd totally come back a man. Penisant. As long as the game is still rigged, i totally come back as a man. Now, wait for it. Wait for it now. Yeah, it can all go yeah. down to that. Yeah. I just want a better career. I just want a better career. <laughs> Seriously. Your career sucks. Not because you're a woman. Okay? You opened your own nonprofit business. Why are you so unhappy with your placement in life? You just want a better career? I mean, I wouldn't have believed this if I didn't actually participate in the discussion. You see, I don't remember my interviews. I don't remember my shows. When I'm done this show, I turn it off, and I, well, I do have to do some post-production or whatever, but I never watch it again hardly. And I don't, if somebody says, so, for instance, I'm going to talk to Mark Emery tomorrow from, uh, what time is it? From three to four, let's say, EST. When I close the Mark interview, inter, uh, the Mark Emery interview, I, I somebody could ask me, "What did you, uh, would you talk to him about?" I don't know. I cannot remember. It's like when I shoot at uh, church, when I'm on the video director switch. It's both you do directing and switching. And somebody tries to ask me what Bill said or whatever the, the, the pastor spoke on that day. I, could, I can't tell you. I cannot tell you unless I look at the notes. I have no, because I'm working. I'm like, even when I'm interviewing, my wheels are going and I'm off camera and I'm making switches. And sometimes I, you know, muted the video and the audio and I'm walking around the studio and do, making sure my bandwidth is okay like today. I should really, you know, I could probably troubleshoot it, but I can only do that when I'm in a conversation. And my guests, usually I give them a lot of room to talk. So there's times when I'm off camera, I just, yeah, I just turn the video off and mute the mic and I go and do my thing and come back because I can, I can hear them when they're winding up. You can hear it in their voice 
when they're winding up their answer to a question or the conversation that we're having, their portion of it is winding up. You can hear that in their tonation, in their uh, cadence, if you will. If you will. So I kind of remembered this was there, but I wouldn't have believed it. Like, I mean, I think that was funny. It was cute. It was a moment. I did pretty good. If I, if I could come back, I would come back a man. Yeah. Would you? Probably. <laughs> Sexist. I got you. It took me two hours as to get that out of her. As long as the game is still rigged, See? Yeah, I'd totally come back. See? Penis envy. Yeah. It can all go yeah. down to that. Yeah. I just want a better career. I just want a better career. And I did take liberties with this video. It's still running. <laughs> my eyes, how slowly they look over at her. <laughs> I just want a better career. <laughs> ah, that's good shit right there, man. You know, you forget. It's comedy first, <laughs> politics second, number one fun, okay? Anyway, this one drags out. Yeah, that's that's a classic. Here's what Tuck. This is a you, you know those uh, people. Don't say you're not like this because you're lying. If if you say you're not like this, then I know you're a liar. You know when you look at someone and you go, "Ooh." <laughs> now, you're not always right. Often you're not right, actually. But you know when people just rub you the wrong way? Like, I don't know who Oprah Winfrey is, but she drives me. Okay? Not because she's a woman. Not because she's black. I love women. I love black people. Not a problem. Oprah Winfrey bugs me. She just bugs me. Oh. Uh, always has. Uh, what's that Tracy Chapman chick? What's her name? Whoopi Goldberg. Tracy Chapman's cool. Whoopi Goldberg drives me cuckoo. Not sure why. This woman's face, <clears throat> smug. She's not actually a very good broadcaster either. I mean, I'm, I must not hate her that much because I don't even know her name. <laughs> I like I know what it is, but like... I don't obsess about it as much. Like, I don't have to have her name available to hate on her. She just, oh, my. She used to be the morning zoo on an FM station back in the day. And apparently she was smoking. Now, she's not ugly. But. Oh. This is called. I'm telling mom. Here's what Tucker Carlson, who has never himself served in uniform, maternity or otherwise, said on his show. Parents refuse to go along with the prevailing view. I'm not playing you that, but it's just like, na 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 na. Here's what Tucker said on his show. That's all they do over there at CNN. That marshmallow, what, what, the marshmallow man. Mr. Potato Head? No, not Van Jones. Well, 
he's black, he would make a better p- Mr. Potato. But, but the real Mr. Potato Head is that stay puffed man, Brian Stetler. Is that it? Or Stelter? Stetler? Stelter? I don't fucking know. He's smug. He looks like he smells like a can of anchovies. And listen to me. I'm going on like Jim Goad. What's she smell like? <laughs> Cotton candy and, <laughs> and Red Door. <laughs> oh, he's just pathetic. And he's a, such a whining bitch, too. Brian Stetler, that is. But that's all they do is cry about. You know what Tucker Carlson said on his show? Like Hannity said the show, had the show the other day, and he was like, uh, he was talking, he was saying mean things about me. And that Mark Dice guy, I'm like so sure, Mark. I don't really talk like this. How does he do the Stetler? Does he do the Stetler? I am the... Brian Stetler, I think my voice goes like this. He does that that bit so well that when you see Brian Stetler, you think his voice is going to sound like this because he does it so often. Mark Dice is genius. Go check him out if you don't know who he is. <sighs> These are just a few of the clips I put up recently. Uh, so they should be pretty recent clips. I watch Shapiro once in a while. Parents refuse to go along with the prevailing views at their public school that their kids should have a sex change. Okay, that's where this is going to end eventually. You already see this kind of stuff happening in certain parts of Canada, by the way. You've already seen threats to to parental conservatorship based on refusal to acknowledge that your child is actually a member of the gender that they say they are a member of rather than their actual biological sex. This is, this is not the last step here. This is a problem. I know you guys, you didn't think it was going to be a problem when Jordan Peterson was squealing about it, uh, Bill C-16, that mandated speech and made it a, well, maybe not a criminal offense, but something. If you misgender someone, you can be dragged before the Human Rights Tribunal, so it's not criminal or you'd be charged. I don't think it's hate speech to not call somebody Z or Zer or whatever made-up pronoun they think they want to go by because they identify as a hippopotamus, a pink hippopotamus. Half hippopotamus, half goat. How many genders are there? Two. Possibly a third, okay? There is a medical hermaphrodite a biological hermaphrodite that sometimes is born with gonads and ovaries you know you could have both it's not common it's so uncommon it's unbelievable like gender dysphoria how many true trans people are there out there how what's the percentage of people that are gay five percent seven ten no, it's not it's not even close to ten. Somebody Google it for me. Peppy's making an appearance on uh D Live. What up, Miser? Oh. Twitch is in the booth too. DFKJF, what up? I like your I know, I like your new sunglasses. I see you sent me a dude with sunglasses on. What's that? You're cool? Yeah, I'm cool. 
Did you get censored? I lost you. Thank you, Miser, for uh, keeping an eye on the stream. It looks like I'm in green zone now. Hopefully uh, Twit, uh, Twitter didn't break up too much. Let's see. Let's just check on the stream. Everything looks good now, but thanks, Miser, for checking in. That's cool. I know you, we dropped you. Let's just see what Periscope's doing. Uh, anyways, this is this is a problem. When Jordan Peterson sounded the alarm when C16 came in, you guys all said, oh, this will never happen. Yeah, it's happening, okay? They're arresting men for not calling their biological daughter her. And they're forcing transition on a prepubescent child. What? WTF? <laughs> like, Why? 5.3%. Douglas, thank you. Is that, wow, that's the uh, gay percentage, I would think. Yeah, I would have guessed five right off the bat. See, this show should be behind, this should be behind a paywall because you can't, you can't say these things on YouTube or you get targeted, right? You get the strikes. 5.3% of the people are gay in Canada. Okay. I know this word normal is like frowned upon, like Dove and all the cosmetics companies now. They won't put oily skin, dry skin, and at least they're not using normal anymore on the skin uh, marketing, on the skin product marketing. So you know why they've discontinued normal? Well, because it it discriminates against anyone who doesn't have normal skin. So if you're oily or dry, you feel inferior because you're not normal. Seriously. God, can I just finish my show now? Have I done a whole, oh, there's my wife. tell her I'm live comment uh, I don't have a wife I do have an online fiance her name is Claudia hashtag Claudia I do uh, I have been picking up a few new viewers that know me from get off my lawn I didn't put any of those clips up here today but I do you know once a month or a couple times a month I'll get a call in or every two months depending I'll call Gavin McInnes's show and his show is nails today come on 2700 people in Canada that can't be that can't be right dude no 5% of 35 million dude your 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 math is off where are you getting the 5 don't leave me down the don't leave me down the wrong road dude I'm trusting you here. I, I figure you're probably pretty. Uh, that's what I would guess. I would guess five percent. What's five percent of? It's going to be sixty thousand. What is it? Five uh, percent of thirty-five million. DJ, do the math. Figure it out. Don't print. It's not twenty-seven hundred people in Canada, dude, that are gay. Thirty-five million times five percent. Yeah, that's 1.7 million, dude. What are you talking about? You trying to do? Are you trying to spoof me out live on my show? 
Did I calculate it wrong? 35 million, 5%. Uh, anyway, whatever. It's the minority. Why are we changing all the laws for so few people? That, what, we're claiming they're disrespected and, and oppressed? We don't oppress people anymore. doesn't matter what their sexual orientation, their gender, whatever, you know? Thank you, Miser. Yeah, that's 1.575 million. Anyways, my point is transgenderism. Even gender dysphoria with the epidemic with young girls now is unusual. It's out of the norm. It's uncommon, rare. There's no, I mean, we think that they're the majority for as loud as they get. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, more about demographics. I don't know how long my, I, I, I feel like I've done my commitment. I'm coming up in an hour and I haven't gotten to any of the show today because I'm just rambling. That's how it goes. Demographics hate facts, right? Nobody wants to come out and, and talk about it, right? 85% of transgender people desist after puberty. They end up being gay for their own sex. They don't want to be the opposite sex anymore. Over 80%, over 85%, I think it is. They also have an unbelievably high suicide rate not because they're oppressed. If the suicide rate was high for oppressed people, then the slaves would be jumping off bridges all over the place. They didn't. They were oppressed hard. So, if my child comes to me and says, I want to be a different sex and, and they persist, then I take them for mental health. I don't take her for puberty blockers, dude. Try and figure out what's going on and let her reach puberty on her own or his own. And then you can figure it out when you're an adult, when it's all settled and your brain's calmed down and your hormones have settled down and you're a little bit more comfortable in your skin. No one's comfortable in their skin at 12, boy or girl. None of us were. We're awkward. We're weird. We're insecure. There's a certain demographic in the United States that's responsible for over 50% of the violent crimes. It's a certain color of people, and it's a certain sex, and it's a certain age. And if you take that demographic down to the percentage of people, I would guess you might be around a point and a half or 2% of the people are committing over 50% of the crime in the United States of America. White supremacy 
is not the problem. This idea that white, the, all the mass shooters are white, right? Well, guess what? On my uh, Facebook page yesterday, I posted all the convicted murderers from 2019. It's not that white. Diversity is strength. It's actually hardly white at all, if you get what I'm saying. And same with the suspects for 2020. A very dark shade of criminal is committing the murders. And here's forget race, forget age, forget gender. Well, you can't really because they're all men. They're all between the ages of 18 and 35. And they're black. It's not, it's not, we don't have an Asian hate problem. We've got a black crime problem. Now, let's leave that out of it. Let's leave race, gender, color of skin, all that kind of stuff out. Guess what they all have in common? The murderers and the violent criminals. 100% of them. Can you guess? If you've seen the show before, you know what I'm talking about. Their father left them. There's no father in the home. There's no man. There's no elder. There's no father figure in their life. Almost one. Have you ever seen, um, what is it, Catching a Murderer or whatever, Interview with the Murderer or whatever, where they, every single interview that they do with these murderers, my father beat me, my father was an alcoholic, my father left me, my father abandoned me, my father hates me. <laughs> Absolutely, almost 100%. There's also not too many mass shooters that are women. Almost never happens. Men are the dominant force. They're the ones that suffer with the mental illnesses most. Those are the ones that suffer with uh, unexpressed uh, rage and violence, I guess. I don't know. This last guy in Colorado? Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Just to say he uh, was a big fan of Allah. I'm a big fan of Allah, too, if you call Allah God. I'm not so big on, you know, Muhammad. I don't pray to prophets. I don't idolize prophets. You know, I got my God. I'm good with him. <laughs> yeah, I posted it. I ripped it off from uh, Miser from... Uh, D live. I ripped it from Andy. No on Twitter. He had a bunch of pictures. Yeah, I put it up. I didn't put any, you know, anything too provocative with it. Uh, he says, good on you for posting that F book. Did it stay up yet? Yeah, it has stayed up so far, as far as I know. And I tweeted it out too. You can find me at, uh, at team Niagara now miser on Twitter. If you're out there and, uh, Jim fan and uh, Jim fan has got a page out on Facebook as well. I only ask when you, um, because I've still got room for probably another 100 um, followers. Well, you can have as many followers. I mean, friends, because I'm hovering right around 4,900 now. Usually I'm 46, 4,700. <clears throat> but I've had a surge over the last year. Not a surge. I've gained a couple hundred followers over the last year uh, because I'm pretty steady, not followers, but friends on Facebook. I'm pretty steady with their 46, 4,700, 4,800 sometimes. But uh, I'm right around 4,900 right now, and 
so I can I can add another hundred friends. The only thing you get when you ask me to be a friend, I will say to you, thanks for the ad. Have we met? Are you a bot? That's it. And then if you say, no, we haven't met. I just want, you know, I'm looking for connectedness or whatever. And oh, by the way, I, no, I'm not a robot. If you say back to me, uh, what flavor ice cream do you like? Then you're not getting through because I know. Or no, what do the bots usually say to you? How are you today or something in broken English? Well, no. All right, so. So I don't know how I got into that, but this is the hate facts that no one wants to talk about. These are hard discussions to have, you know? I know abortion is an election issue until it's election time, and we don't have a, a law in the books in Canada. For abortion you can get one anytime you want right up to the time of birth there's no laws oh but doctors would never do that oh 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 but they'll never take your children either if you fail to call them her when she was born a girl yeah they are so don't give me that crap tucker's on tucker runs a nice show a nice show of course he's on a boat Biden, of course. Let's see. Partners, and uh, there will be uh, responses if they choose to escalate. Um, we will respond accordingly. But I'm also prepared uh, um, for some form of diplomacy. It's got to be pretty intimidating to, to the North Koreans, who, of course, are watching it in real time. They've got new. North Koreans were already so see this is what you don't want to do when you come back you don't want to forget to turn your mic on so uh there's another clip. Oh, this is uh, Milo's not gay anymore. Milo Yiannopoulos came out and said, uh, boys, girls, people of all ages, I am not gay anymore. I am um, I'm going through conversion therapy, and I'm, um, I, I'm going to uh, try and repent from my sinful ways, and this is not the life that I want to live anymore, I'm not gay anymore. Okay. Milo, call me. Please. He, I love Milo, but he must be mentally unstable. You're gay or you're not gay. You don't practice being gay, get married to a black man, live together for <laughs> 10 years, and then tell the black man he's just a housemate now, and you're going to go for conversion therapy, and you're going to try not to be gay anymore because it's a... <laughs> I love you, Milo. You're one of the most flamboyant gay men in the... Like, you're, you're a treat. I think you're a little too full on sometimes. 
But every time I've seen you interviewed, uh, I saw you with Alex Jones or, oh, uh, Jordan Peterson interviewed him. I've seen Milo interviewed. His show is a little much. It's a little too much. <laughs> he's he's insufferable. That's the word I couldn't remember the other day when I tried to describe him. But dude, you're like you're not right if you think like come on, man. You can't be my favorite gay guy and then tell me that you're going for conversion therapy. Dude, we love you just the way you are. Stop changing your mind. It's not right. You're gay or you're not gay. You can't choose to. I mean, that blows the whole gay argument out of the water. If you come out the most flamboyant. I can't even say the word gay man <laughs> on the planet. And he's not giving up his Gucci. He's he'll be just as flamish and femme as he's ever been. He just I guess he'd start. Taking out women to keep it clean. <laughs> Anyways, that's a long intro for uh, Milo. Milo, I love you. I know you're not watching this. Just for the other people out there, you're a beauty. We can seek to love and honor the most chaste heart of our spiritual father. Massive. Ladies and gentlemen, um, an unusual episode. Uh, for uh, a number of reasons this week. And it's um, an unusual episode, partly because of when it's happening. And uh, this being the first video interview that I've done since making a rather large announcement, which you will all be familiar with. It's unusual because we're recording it at 11am, which is an unspeakably uncivilized time to be awake and frankly is uh, the witching hour as far as i'm concerned which explains why as my guest so uh, pithily put it my hair looks like i'm uh, about to uh, uh, wander off to a, a tribute for the cure um and it's unusual for a third and more shocking reason it's unusual because this is the first hour of television that will ever be broadcast on the censor.tv network with absolutely no swearing, no cuss words whatsoever. And the reason for that is that my next guest uh, implored, he begged, he, he squealed practically to the point of squealing for mercy, um, begged uh, that we keep the, the blue language, the foul language down to an absolute minimum because his, for the best, of, the best possible, best imaginable of reasons, because his mother and father will be watching this. Um, so for that, uh, for that reason, how could I say no? Um, my guest this week is a man responsible for providing much of the uh, ballast and uh, resources for um, the consecration to, to St. Joseph that uh, many people have been um, uh, engaged with and, and participating in and, and joining us on Telegram. If you don't know what that means, don't worry for now. Um, so I'll just welcome him. And we're going to be talking over the course of the next hour about masculinity, whether it's toxic, we're going to be talking a little bit about faith and God, um, as will now by now be familiar uh, to, to many of you. Um, and we'll be talking a little bit about me, but not not to the point of uh, consuming the whole episode, because I'm, I'm I'm trying this new thing where I, I don't interview people solely um, on the basis of their level of interest in me. 
Um, so let's 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 get to it. Uh, Callaway, whose name you will remember perhaps from your booklets or, or your or your pamphlets, or whatever. Um, to my great shame, I've been using um, uh, his his. Uh, <laughs> I've been using his work on ebook, but um, but. Uh, do get paper copies of things as and when you can. It's much better for the authors. Um, so, uh, Father Callaway, are you there? Bro, I'm here, man. How are you doing? How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I'm so stoked to be with you, man, because... Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, and uh, by the way, your your mom and dad are watching too, right? So, Mary and Joseph, so... <laughs> yes, I was, was going to say, my father is uh, mercifully not with us any longer. Um, right. And uh, my mother is, um, well, my mother never watches anything I do. She finds it too upsetting. Maybe she won't anymore. Maybe she won't anymore. So that was the episode where he had his priest on, and they went into a rather long discussion about his uh, transition from gay man, homosexual, to hetero man. And I got to believe there's a lot of women out there that are going, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, thank you. He's not a bad-looking guy. <laughs> Speaking of not bad-looking. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't mind Carrie Porter. I've spoken to her many times. Respectful conversation. Courteous. You know, I'm just me with everyone. Gary Porter made a little video. It uh, meant she got a little bit of traffic on. She's got some left-wingers that follow her page, and boy, did they pile on Jimmy Fannin after this little video. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to do, but just, just play it. So Mayor Diodati is the mayor of a major international tourist destination um, that's trying to attract millions of people um, to it, uh, the beautiful Niagara Falls. And I just found out that he, for the second time, has chosen to go on a show called the Jim Fannin Show. And he's doing this a few days after Jim Fannin, again, was a lightning rod for a pile of hate and harassment and threats directed towards Councillor Yip. I just want to remind people that not too long ago, Jim Fannin called Councillor Laurie Yip a feminist pig and made fun of the circumstances around Councillor Yip's sister who passed away by suicide. Okay, I should say I did not make the fun. I did not mock the suicide. Spittles of the world's most somnolent press. Take it easy there, uh, Wolfman Jack. Look at this dude. This is Mark Stein in the other corner. Hello, Wolfman Jack. I actually got his hair trimmed back, but that, like, I thought I had steel wool for hair. Like, it's like this man is. Dude, get a trim. Cut that shit back. It's Brillo, it's SOS pad. Stop it. Stop it. Stop talking, Mark Stein. You look like Wolfman Jack. Holy chia pet. He's actually not looking too bad today. I did not make fun of Laura Yip's sister's suicide. I'm not going to get into the cause of death again. Thanks, monkey. I love you too. 
what up on Twitch. I don't have too many followers out on Twitch, so bang that subscribe button. Um, it's not my voice. I, I just I just put it. I I just I deepen it like this to make it sound sexy. <laughs> But we could put some, uh, we could put some echo on it too if you wanted. Let's see if you make it sound really freaky. What's this? Hey, hey now, I'm broadcasting from my shower. <laughs> Stop it! I, I only just started playing with the effects. You know what I like is this one right here. Watch this one. Work, work this on the fly. Uh, thank you. Gideon Monkey, um, we've totally thrown my show off now. Um, watch this. How do you do this? I think I can do this without blowing your ears up. It's the Jim. <laughs> it's the Jim Fannin Show. We've come to take your mind. What do you think? Pretty sweet, eh? <laughs> I'm starting to. That's my uh, new. Uh, Train all day, podcast at night, Joe Rowe. <laughs> yeah, that's my little. It's the Jim. It's the Jim Fannin show. We've come to take your mind. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, I did not make fun of Lori Yip's sister's suicide. That didn't happen. Counselor Porter. These lefties, they just want to spin it all. There's some truth in here. So when you want a show like the Jim Fannin show, it sends a certain kind of message um, to women. Hello? Hello? Hi. My name's Jim Fannin. To and I have black people. an obsession with mouths and lips. <laughs> uh, Counselor Porter. Wow. Holy mouth. <laughs> I know she hates me, but whatever. I, I, can, I can find beauty in people that hate me, can't I? <laughs> to people of color, to gay people, to lesbians. Um, to the trans community, um, because Jim Fan. Now you can't stop staring at her mouth and lips. Am I? Do I have a problem here? Do I need help? Do you feel like I should get some counseling? I'm open to it. I'm trying to be a better man. Wow. And has had terrible, terrible, terrible things to say about everybody from those communities, and that's a lot of people. And that is a lie. You name one thing that I, terrible, terrible, terrible thing that I've said about homosexuals. I love homosexuals. I mean, not in the way that they probably <laughs> want me to love them. But I don't get hit on by men that often. So it's not a problem. I'm absolutely repulsed by the thought of committing a gay sexual act on another man. Okay, any act that you can think of, ugh, yuck. 
I'm confident with my sexuality. I have no problem hanging with gay people. I'm not going to be the guy that says I have lots of gay friends. I don't. I'll admit it. I don't. I have some. I probably have about 5%. (laughs) Like, I just... I'm not that guy that's saying I got gay friends. But I love gay people. We're talking in my men's group today. I asked Bill Markham, who pastors uh, Central Community Church and also runs my men's group. I've been uh, very apprehensive about going back to church because I don't wear masks, (laughs) as you can hear. I've got chronic bronchitis. It's not, my lungs are not in great shape. Uh, And I hate those masks. It's like bathing in diarrhea. It's gross. It's your excrement. It's like leaving a dirty diaper. As soon as you breathe through it, it's 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 toast. It's it's it it doesn't work anymore, and it's loaded with bacteria. So, but I did find some masks that I could wear. These poly uh, microfiber, uh, like a neck gaiter that I can pull up, and it goes right underneath my eyes and into the back of my head. I never have to touch it, and I can breathe right through it. Like it hugs your face real tight, like that that blue man fabric. I can wear that. I don't wear it often. Actually, I've never worn it as a mask anywhere yet, other than just a gag when I walk into a room or something. Because I have one that's black. It's a neck gaiter inside my polyfiber, or what do they call it, microfiber hoodie. So the hood comes down like this. It's thin and it's black, and then the gaiter comes up. And you can only see your eyes. Like if I put glasses on, you can't you can't see anything. Anyways, those ones I can wear. So I asked my pastor today. I've been apprehensive about coming to church because I don't want to be the guy that walks into church without the mask and everyone goes, oh, gee, see, you're going to get a shutdown, Jimmy. Just put the mask on. So I wouldn't wear those blue masks. I guess I could wear a bandana, but that really isn't like, that's doing as much as your masks are. N95 or otherwise. They don't work. So I was asking Bill. I'm like, I'm apprehensive about coming back. I've got a mask I can wear, at least till I get to my seat. That's not a big deal. But I'm telling you, I'm going to run up and put my arms around Lyndon Jordan, who is the blackest, funniest, most beautiful human being. One of my favorite people in life is Lyndon, Lyndon Jordan. He tells everyone he loves them. Now, Lyndon is a tiny bit racist <laughs> as a black man. You get into private conversations with Lyndon. He's got some great takes. Uh, but I would say that he's a tiny bit on the side of intolerance and, and, and racist. And now, I'm saying... He's also racist against his own people, okay? (laughs) Can you be that? Well, yeah. One of my favorite guys. I'm not speaking out of turn here. You can meet the man every, as far as I know. I haven't been to church in a year. I haven't been on the mixing board for a year on a video board. But one of my absolute favorite human beings. I hug and kiss him every time I see him. Not on the lips. But he gets... He gets a cheek kiss <laughs> because he's beautiful, man. When he shaved his head, 
we went bald together just by coincidence and man he was looking so gangster he's got a fro now and i got my hair back but i told bill i'm like dude i'll wear the mask into the place but if you think i'm not going to put my hand my arms around linden i I don't want to get kicked out and bill says well listen you got to wear your mask to your seat and and as long as you're not speaking or performing or talking on stage then you have to and that's i'm just going to leave it there Okay, <laughs> so I think I'm actually going to go to church on Sunday for the first time in a year. It's going to feel good to get back out of the house and see people. I mean, I usually catch it on catch Furtick on Sunday morning, and then I'll watch uh, uh, Facer, the Christian Center on Facer Street. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not leftist. Thanks, uh, Gideon Monkey. In addition to having a great voice, it's nice to see that it's not just leftist leftist lives on Twitch. You have my follow. Thank you, Monkey. I love you too. Um, so yeah, uh, my favorite guy on the planet is uh, Lyndon. You know, my brother used to work in the restaurant industry in California and the kitchen staff are all Mexicans. That crew of guys was the absolute funniest group of guys in the kitchen it didn't matter what restaurant you went to the mexicans ran the kitchens and they're brilliant funny racist racist jokes back and forth like good old natured fun where no one gets hurt and you can say anything about them my favorite now i live in a white community i gregory was the only black kid in my school I think he was in our grade me and Jim Zockley and Jim Noble and myself and Gregory Peart we were all besties we had this thing it's I don't know if it started with Greg or Gregory or not but we used to take turns rubbing each other's head and you know especially the tight afro on Gregory's head was awesome we we'd rub and we'd go oh, oh, oh that head that ooh that luxurious head now we're in grade five five and six no we're three and four i was at carlton up until grade four so yeah we're in grade three and four busting balls all the way through school no one got hurt but i haven't been exposed to a whole lot of people like that omar ot marty not bad on twitch thank you for joining in i'm all right um i've been broadcasting for almost an hour and a half though i'd like to get out of here i haven't even this is gonna have to be two shows i've I've been making these shows way too long i am not even halfway through my show it's an hour and a half in (sighs) i love minorities I do. I've always been fascinated by them. My best friend in high school was a Colombian. His family was so good to me. They treated me like, they treated me better than family. I got the best pieces of meat at the table. I got to sit at the best spot. I got served first. I got served biggest. I was the king in in the Uribe residence. Well, Uribe is what we used to call him. 
I called him Louis the Colombian, still do today. Lumbo Lou, Luis, Luis Arrive. Luis Aracio Arrive. Is it Aracio? Aracio? One of my favorite families. Now, Henry, his little brother, wasn't one of my favorite guys, but no, the Colombians, I love them. What a sense of culture. I'm manja cake. I'm white bread. You know? I don't, uh, there's no culture. The name's Irish, but I don't come from that. I don't have culture around my family dining room, d- dining room table. It's just white breadness all the way around. Not a bad thing. I just didn't, I wasn't exposed to, to many minorities. I grew up in a white town. Still, Niagara is very white. And uh, it's getting more diverse, and I'm fine with that. You know, we're a university town. We got a lot of Asian pe- uh, people coming in. They go to the university. We got a lot of exchange students. So I'm fine. Just don't set fire to my business. Don't torch downtown. Don't get violent, and we're good. Yeah, stay within the law. Man, am I rambling? No wonder the show is going to be fucking Nada. Oh, see now I'm getting. See why did I touch that cable? It's the first F bomb. I've been trying to clean up the language, tone it down. I love my peeps, man. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what God you pray to. I don't actually care if your name's Carrie Porter and you hate me. I'm good. Hear that? Sounds like a little mouse in the attic scratching. That's a bad XLR cord. I need a new one. Why am I showing you Tucker? It's just a distraction. I don't know. Maybe I thought you'd be interested to see. I don't know. Some news. I could get rid of Tucker. Fucker. Tucker. Even Carrie Porter. You know, I know I'm not your cup of tea, Carrie. That's fine. But I can bury the hatchet with anyone at any time. I'm uh, pretty good on the forgiveness front. In fact, let's talk about Rob Gill for a minute. Rob Gill is the Death Star on Twitter. He's got about 35,000 followers. He targeted both my Twitter accounts and took them out. I got ghosted. It hurt. I had 10,000 followers on my main account. I had 2,600 followers on my Jim Fannin Show account. Now I'm back to the Team Niagara account. It used to be a Realtors account that I didn't use that much. I about 1,700 followers over there. It hurt. Nobody sees my stuff as much as they used to. I don't get as much interaction. Now, it's still a diary. It's still my, you know, my thoughts, pretty much. Through a third party, I reached out to Rob Gill, and I asked him if he wanted to be on the show. Surprisingly, he's a solid dude and said, not right now. You're a little too toxic for me. That's actually funny. But I'd be open to it in the future. Wow. And then he gave me some advice that I already knew. And I need to hear it again as far as how I interview and shut your mouth. You know what to do. You know how to spin the answers like a politician. So do it. I got no hate in my heart for the man. Actually, I got mad respect for the man because he's the Death Star. 
and I want to interview him. Can you imagine Rob Gill and I? I, I think it would be great if we had a weekly show. White, heterosexual, um, conservative, uh, right-leaning, moderate, and Rob Gill, the white, gay, ultra-far lefty. Now, I see that he did change his Twitter description, even though I'm blocked. I do have other accounts that I can skulk on. You didn't know that? You, well, you think at not Jim Fannin is the only account I have? No, I've got uh, Rock Our Town, too. Most of you guys already blocked that one, too. But then I also manage a couple accounts, too. I'm not active on those ones so much, like hardly ever, but it does give me access to look at what you're doing. All I got to do is switch profiles. See? <sighs> Blocking me is useless. Because I'll just start up another account. Dummies. Anyways, I reached out. And uh, I'm hoping that one day I'll get Rob on the show. And we can talk about how and why he took me down. And how being a Death Star. When you say, help me get this guy canceled. His followers go and do that. They mass report you until Twitter just goes, okay, you're done. It's amazing. Very impressive. Back to Kerry Porter. No, I have not said bad things about gay people ever. Kerry, listen, I have hundreds of hours of live broadcast on iTunes. Hundreds of hours, both the 610 CKTB and right here. You show me unscripted live performances where I get real about my feelings on just about anything. If I hated gay people, you would know it. It would be on my show. I would say hateful things about them. I don't because I don't. I love people. If I was a homophobic bigot, there would be a history of it all over the place. If I hated women, my women would be speaking out. I figured I've had, in all of my lifetime, less than 25 girlfriends. Half of which probably are long-term committed relationships of years, you know? Not necessarily yours. Sometimes I was in short, committed relationships. But that's usually how I go. I'm usually a guy that likes to have one girlfriend, and that's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play around. I don't feel um, tempted because I'm happy at home. So do you think in all the elections that I've run and all the shit I've gotten myself in recently, if there was one woman out there that had a Me Too story about Jim Fan and they already would come out? So I don't imagine there's going to be any because there's no women. There's no women that have ever been disrespected from me one-on-one in a relationship in public as a friend. Never. It never happens. I'm not saying I haven't gotten into an argument with one here and there and said mean things to them. Whatever. That happens. It doesn't matter. Male or female. I don't speak badly of women. Just because I called your favorite friend a DFC after she said JFC, can we just get some KFC? Hello? People. So it's millions of tourists. 
It's uh, thousands of people who live in Niagara Falls, um, all across the region, people from the GTA. And I am sitting here stunned because I can't believe that a couple of days after um, all of this was in the newspaper and Councillor Yip spoke out about um, the terrible threats she's been receiving and the kind of harassment she gets. Um, terrible threats, harassment? What, you've got a mouth on you? You're not fit for regional council? Is that threatening? Is that terrible? Is that harassment? We're watching you? I'm watching you right now. <laughs> you and that mouth of yours. And sometimes started by lightning rods. I'm not a, yeah, I'm a lightning rod, all right. I was a lightning rod for your mob's hate. Yeah. A lightning rod for your mob's hate. I brought it on myself, I guess. So are you done with this woman? Are you obsessed with her mouth? Um, Her colleague on regional council decides to legitimize Jim Fannin show by going on it. Not just one (gasps) colleague, but a second colleague. Oh, no. They're going to talk to Jim. also going to go on that show. They're going to come on my show? (gasps) Oh, no. Mayor Billsma's going to come on my show. Mayor Diodati's going to talk to me on my show March 30th at 4 p.m. Oh, no. So Mayor Billsma comes on my show. Guess what? Not a peep from the media. They tried to cancel both of them. Both of them stood strong. Jim Diodati, May 30th, 4 p.m. EST. Right here. Here's my interview with Bill Sawchuck. This is on the channel TrueTube on YouTube, and it is a playlist called Clips. We're playing them in order. I don't want. I don't need to play that for you. This no lady gets arrested for not wearing a mask in a bank. It's hard to watch. Um, they throw her on the ground. She tries to walk away from the guy. He says, "No, get back here." She says, "Can someone help me?" with this cop you know they got a mass policy in the bank the bank actually called the cops on her and look at this guy takes her to the ground she's a 55 year old grandmother throw her on the ground put her hands behind her back throw her in cuffs because she won't wear a mask <sighs> you people ever heard of a medical exemption ever heard of not putting your hands on a woman ever heard of not roughing up a peaceful citizen that doesn't want to play your freaking game. Look at her. It's it's heartbreaking. Oh, Justin Trudeau, we do not need to see more of this. Tell me, does that woman look like a happy wife to you? <laughs> the last time you had sex, I wonder. Oh, this is... What did I... What did I put this up here for? Let's see. Is there audio on this? What's this clip? What? Oh, that's just the what clip. Today I just came here to tell you that I'm sorry that I'll have to resign. Um, I found a toy Tonka truck in my house earlier. Not sure exactly how it got there, but... Oh man, those eyes are freaky. Prime Minister should, um... You know... 
Avatar toy up their ass. So, <laughs> I've resigned. I don't think we need anything more. Oh, what's this? Justin Trudeau says women are disproportionately affected by COVID. We are facing a she session. Oh, this is my. This is my. Gay for Gavin, and I like Father Felcher of the Fag Zone more than a friend. Father Felcher. It's especially important right now. Father Felcher. So, this was my mailbag. I actually sent this into Gavin's mailbag, and uh, and they played it. So, I guess I put it up there because I can't get enough of myself. I'm that good. This is what started it all. It's 8.38 EST on a beautiful Thursday night. I got to get out of here. Thanks for joining us. I feel like I'm only halfway through the show, but I mean, enough is enough. Uh, we can't have um, we can't have two hour shows, but it's 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 a lot it's a lot of weight to lift on your own. Ooh, maybe we can also go back to the days when it was legal to like a husband to like rape his wife. Like, um, I'm sure. Gag me with a kitchen utensil, so. Yes, it's a three-year-old tweet, but I figure when you call one of the deepest thinkers, one of the most intellectual men on the planet, a moron, I guess I feel bad that my DFC comment was treated so harshly. You can call men morons. But when someone calls you a DFC, you send the mob. You know, Laura Yip said she was going to take the high road and wasn't going to respond to my incendiary comment. Is that the word? Incendiary? Got to look that up. I have a feeling I know what it means, but I I want the definition of it. I'm not sure I'm clear on that. JFC leads to DFC at KFC. Let's get some KFC. So I think I'm thinking, what? I call you DFC? You know, moron's actually more offensive, especially to an intellect, which you are not, Laurie Yip. You're an ideologue. Shake yourself. And then Shandor Ligatalvi. Ligatalvi, I said it right. Shandor Ligatalti. No, Ligatalvi. Shandor Ligatalvi. That's it. And he did this. True. Laurie Yip is the Robin D'Angelo of the Niagara region. You know what, actually? You are the Andy Petrosky of the left. That's it. Sorry. No offense to either one of you. Somebody called Laurie Yip the Andy Petrosky of the left. And I think they got a point as far as the antics go. What you hate, the bully and the cancel culture that sicks the mob on people like me, like Douglas, who you didn't really dox, but you publicized the fact that he sent you an email that said you got a real mouth on you. You're not fit for regional council. (laughs) We're watching you and then put (coughs) it. Excuse me. Put a picture of a bunch of kids up holding posters saying we're watching you. It's not threatening. It's not harassment. This is. There's another week. My dear friend, message this morning that told her 
you um, fit for regional council, followed by, we're watching you. It nearly made me sick. There is no need to speak to someone this way. Are you women all that vulnerable and sensitive that these words are freaking you out? Get out of politics. Jeepers. You make, you make me embarrassed to be a politician. Someone digging up tweets from checks notes three and a half years ago. Also, I stand by this tweet. Also, I stand by this tweet in response to one of the greatest thinkers of a time. Like I know, right? Chris Biddle blocked me because I retweeted this. I think I retweeted this and put cancel Chris Biddle on it. Blocked. All right, Chris. See you at the uh, debate table. How come we can't convince more women to get into politics? I don't know, because they act like like, pal- like delicate little flowers, some of them. The race card does not need to be brought up. You want to, like, start sending me messages like this? I'm going to, like, start posting them. Prior to this, this man messaged me about law enforcement issues that fall directly under both federal and provincial purview. I directed him accordingly and appropriately, and then I outed him publicly about how he was communicating with me. Poor, delicate little flower. Get out of politics, Laura Yip. Laura, Lori Littleton or whatever your name is. Carrie Porter. Stop it. Chris Diddler Fiddler. Always get that one wrong. Not a friend of mine anymore. That's fine. Can't see this too much. Uh, FWIW. What's that mean? Jim Fannin is an equal opportunity hater. He hates all women because he can't have any of them. I blocked him ages ago. The other guy? Yeah, pretty douchey. Ooh, that's not nice. It's not nice to say. Pretty douchey. Ooh, that's nasty. We could be like that. Sandy Walker, ten, ten, no, ten darndy. Ten darndy? Oh, no, that's the same one. Oh, that was Sandy saying that. Oh, yeah, Sandy, I know. Yeah, yeah, pretty douchey. Mark Joseph. (laughs) Here's back. I though, I though, years back, I though, Fannin was just some run-of-the-mill weed libertarian, but it's very clear he's gonna down, he's gonna down the alt-right rabbit. Mark Joseph, are you fucking mentally disabled? It sure sounds like it by your typing skills. He's gonna down the alt-right rabbit hole. And is just generally a vile person. One of the few people I have blocked on this site. Oh, good for you, Mark. And Sandy comes back. Mark Joseph. Like, I agree. My friend Jennifer Johnson has known him for years. And they were like friends. He lost it. She even blocked him. It's entertaining. Lori Yip comes back. Let's be extremely clear here. Though this is not just about Jim Fannin. Not by a long shot. Fuck off. Oh, 
How did Rob Gill and his beautiful family get in there? I'm sorry, Rob, you're not part of this app. You're not part of this. Well, you were kind of part of it, but that picture got put in something before. I loved you. (laughs) (laughs) 845 EST. Did I mention I'm going to have Matthew James Blake in the house on Saturday? I think I'm going to get him to play some music. I think we'll go live with it. I think we might be jacked up a little bit on something. He's extremely hung up on a tweet that was mine from three plus years ago. Oh. By a by a local basement dwelling wannabe shock doc. Oh, like I'm so sure. <laughs> I guess I'm not above the mocking. Dear Sam Oosterhoff, my abortion was unthinkable. Hashtag my unthinkable abortion. It wasn't unthinkable. You did it. So not only was it thinkable, it was doable. And you did it. You're probably fucking sad that you did. I wonder how pleased with himself a local basement... I wonder how pleased with himself a local basement-dwelling shock jock is that he can dig up tweets from years ago, repost them with his ridiculous commentary, and have it result in men sending me, like, harassing messages that are threatening to my very being. I'm going to work on my accents more. Um, This seems kind of violent. <laughs> Now, this might not have been about me. This might have been about Sam Oosterhoff, actually. I can't remember. Thank you, Jen Myers. Pretty. Stop (laughs) sending me. (laughs) Laura, yep, memes. Okay. And I'm like, and all right. (laughs) Get in there. Wasn't supposed to be there. This was the tweet that started it all. Actually, I think I got a better view of it here. Yeah, you can't probably, you can't, still can't see it, right? This is my tweet. I mind her old tweet from, ooh, maybe we can go back to the days when it was legal for a husband to rape his wife. And I quote tweeted it. I didn't actually quote tweet it. I took a picture of it, and you see I chopped the date off. Douglas didn't know when he used this that it was three and a half years old or more. Uh, from uh, November 2017. My tweet was, for those that are listening or that can't read this, far-left radical feminist trolls one of the greatest thinkers of our time. Trolling she, her, milady is harassment. Isn't the tolerant left sexy? Sticks and stones, Laura. Remember? Clown world emojis. Now, is that a clown? Maybe I picked the wrong clown. That looks like an evil kind of bearish clown. Is it a cat? Maybe it's not even a clown. Maybe we got my, don't I'm emoji emojically challenged. So this is what started it all. Uh this time. Lauren Dorothy Garbutt. Lauren, I met you several times. Always kind and respectful.
over it. Uh, this might be the last time I talk about this. But now. Drum roll, please. And now. Michelle Julia writes. Wow. Just read your just read about your disgusting comments on Laura Yip. You are a pathetic excuse of a human. Bet your mother is so not proud of what you have become. You following this? Now this is from May twentieth. This is the first time I went down. And I sit back to her. Bet you don't see the irony in you engaging in the exact same thing I did. I'll save the insults about you. Thanks for dropping by. LOL. Good one. Glad you find it funny. The mirror doesn't lie, does it? Wait for it. Wait for it. You came out of a cunt. <laughs> Okay, first, at first, I'm shocked. I should have, I shouldn't have came back, but I had to say trashing my deceased mother's name is is classic. I didn't get all a pissy about it. You came out of a cunt. <laughs> That's pretty funny, Michelle Julia. Who profile has she blocked me? Yet? Oh, there she is. Seems like a nice lady. that is some funny stuff right there boys we're not friends let's see who is this woman let's see if we have any mutual friends nice family if I can see these pictures anyone can because we're not friends Let's see. About. No, nothing. All right, well, Michelle Julia, you seem like a really nice lady. Imagine that C word comes out of your mouth. You kiss your mama with that mouth? (laughs) I don't kiss my mama anymore. But if you're still lucky enough to have one, guess where you came from, Michelle Julia? (laughs) I got to get out of here. I must get out of here if I'm to maintain any of my sanity. Matea Marta. Hello. Marry me, Matea. I don't know you that well. doesn't matter. I don't think I have an outstanding marriage proposal for this girl. I should have. She's bright. She's beautiful. She's She stands for traditional families. Hello there, uh, Sept, September 918, Sept 918, or is that 91B? Looks like 918. Just to ask them for proof or facts that they can use to substantiate their argument. Yep, they never can produce anything that confirms the fact that I'm misogynistic, that I'm homophobic or that I'm racist. Except this one t- this one time I called a local counselor like a DFC and like they lost that. The mob came for me. 
Matea Murda coming up soon. Got to get out of here. My ears are sweaty. I feel like I need a drink. Okay, here we go. On the show tomorrow. Tomorrow, March 26th, live on the Jim Fannin Show, 3 p.m. EST, we've got Mark Emery, the Prince of Pot. Mark Emery, Mark Emery, Mark Emery, Mark Emery. There's Mark Emery right there. 3 p.m. tomorrow, that's uh, March 26th for you that are watching on delay. You'll have to search it out. Search the Jim Fannin Show and Mark Emery. You got that? And then... Jim Diodati comes in on... Tuesday, March 30th at 4 p.m. I'll have him for about an hour. There's no holds barred. He hasn't given me anything we can't talk about. Actually, he called me today to do a pre-interview with, it's almost like I was going on his show. He called to tell me the angle he was going to take and that if I was too sensitive about the what his approach he was going to take with me, then I, was, I had a chance to say, you know, you can cancel. Like, I had the chance to back out if I didn't like the uh, the angle that he was going to take with me. I'm a big boy. I can take Jim Diodati. We have great conversations. Love Jimmy D. So, Jimmy D. Tuesday, March 30th at 4 p.m. And the next day, March 31st at noon, Matea Murda comes up. Uh Hit me up privately if you want the Zoom link for my men's group. If you want to come up, if you want support, if you want to hang. Oh, I didn't get to the Niagara region. The region's got a meeting on right now. I wanted to talk about where yep, we didn't get to Joe Biden. So much to cover. But that's what happens. You get carried away. You get long in the tooth. And I'm just going to skip Joe Biden. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody is interested in hearing a show out here that's Two hours? More than two hours? Oh. I promise I'm going to start making some shorter bits. True.tube is where you go if you want to see some of what we're working on. It's also what we are using your Patreon money for. I have a commitment for 500 bucks next week. My web guy's stoked. It's already spent. So we'll be closer to having the pirate battleship over at True.Tube where all my videos will be housed uh, in a library that's not censored and my broadcasting will come straight from YouTube and then you guys out here that are getting the free stuff, you'll only get clips and then you'll have to come to TrueTube to see the good stuff. Peace, love, hug your neighbor, and I mean this for real. I mean this for real. The, all these words have very specific and um, deliberate messaging. I want peace for you. Go in peace. Be peace. Have peace in your heart. Have peace in your mind. Have peace in your soul. Have peace in your whole being. Have peace in your environment. That's what I wish for you. For all of you. Peace in your life. I love you. I think you should love others. It's a good place to start. Mayor Jimmy D said it best. You don't fight hate with hate. Laura Yip, Counselor Porter. <laughs> if I if what I did was hateful, you're being hateful right back. And this is what Trump taught us. Trump taught all of you turkeys out there 
that you hate him so much, but then you come back and be all hateful on him. You're you're just doing what he, you're accusing him of doing. So hypocritical. So I mean it. Peace to you and your heart. Peace to you and your mind. Peace to you and your environment with your family and your friends and all things that you do. Peace. Love. I love you. Love everyone. Be love. <laughs> Hug your neighbor because you haven't seen them in a long time. And maybe they need someone to come. Maybe they appreciate it if you came over and knocked on their door and said, hey, just checking on you. If there's anything you need, here's my digits. Give me a call. You can keep your distance from the end of the veranda. Hug your neighbor. And then for crying out loud, we are really tired of not seeing your face. The kids need to see your smile. So take that filthy diaper off your face. It's not working. I am out. We'll see you next Thursday at 7 o'clock, if not before. Oh, well, maybe see you. Maybe we'll see you Saturday night. Maybe see you tomorrow. Undisclosed jam location. And then Saturday, in studio, maybe me and MJ will drop some psychedelics and broadcast live. Would that be fun? Check out Matthew James Blake.